we can start by taking the refuge and the precepts. Aham Bhante Tisarinanesaha Atanga Samanagatang Oposate Silang Dhammanya Chami Anugang Katawa Silang Dita Me Bhante Tudimpi Aham Bhante Tisarinanesaha Atanga Samanagatang Oposate Silang Dhammanya Chami Anugang Katawa Silang Dita Me Bhante Teriyampi Aham Bhante Tisarinanasaha Atanga Samanagatang Oposate Silang Dhammanya Chami Anugang Katawa Silang Dita Me Bhante Yamangvadamitangvadita Namutasa Bhagavato Harahato Samma Sambuddhasa Saranangachami Dhammang Saranangachami Sanghang Saranangachami Dhurimbi Buddhang Saranangachami Dhammang Saranangachami Sanghang Sarananga Chami Dariyampi Buddhang Sarananga Chami Dhammang Sarananga Chami Sanghang Sarananga Chami Tisarananagamanang Paripunnang Panatipata Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Adinadana Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Abrakmacharya Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Musavada Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Sura Mireya Majja Pamadattana Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Vikala Bhojana Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Nacha Gita 
Vadita Visukadasana Malagandha Vilipana Dharana Mandana Vibhusanatana Vedamani Sikapadang Samadhyami Ucha Sayana Mahasayana Vedamani Sikapadang Samadhyami To share the merit Idang Mesi Lang Asavakayang Vayangotu Idang Me Punyang Nibbanasa Pachautu Mama Punyabagang Sabasatanang Bagimi Tesabe Mesamang Punyabagang Labantu So we are all still uh, together again tonight and uh, we will share some of the Dhamma and uh, we try to speak uh, uh, in relation to the practice that we are doing. I said I will try. <laughs> so I gather some of my notes and uh, uh, I will try to uh, explain them as, better, as best as I can. So, uh, I thought maybe like uh, to summary or to summarize what I, I, I am going to discuss. Uh, basically, uh, it's about three points that I would like to, to consider. The first point is about altitude. You know, we, we talk about the mountains and the, the view we should have on, the, on life and, uh, and things in general. So, first thing is about altitude. Huh? Then the second point is about perspective. And the third point is about attitude. <laughs> so those three things we will try to develop. Like for example, uh, like just uh, briefly, you know, like uh, uh, the definition of altitude, like the different types of altitude that uh, we may have in our life is uh, there is often there is the simile of a frog in the in the bottom of a well, you know, and then the frog is just living in its own world and thinks, well, this is my universe, you know, so all night and all day, 
burp, burp, you know. And it's very happy. But actually, uh, the frog is just inside the well, you know, in, in, in the deep of the, of, the, of the earth, in some depth of the earth. So the horizon that the, front, that the frog is, is, is able to view is very limited. So this is one type of altitude, not very high. And then uh, another type of altitude that uh, we may have is uh, like uh, if we happen to have a house and uh, we have a two-story building and then we think, or three-story building, and we think, you know, we go on top of the building and especially when we are young, we have not uh, seen uh, many other uh, uh, different types of houses, so we stand on the, t on the roof of our building and we say, wow, that's the world, you know, so we see the street in front of us and then we, we can see a few houses, you know, in the neighborhood and we think that, uh, the, I mean, we don't think, but we see that as our universe. So another, uh, you know, another uh, difference of altitude will be like if we are to go on the um, Empire State Building, and then we, we contemplate all oh, the city of New York, and then we see not even there, but we see the ocean, and then we see uh, very far away in the countryside. Well, we see the sky, and uh, then the, the horizon is very vast and uh, much bigger than uh, what we have from uh, the perspective of, of a two-floor two building. Well, so this is another type of perspective. And then we can, con we can continue like that just to, to, to say that uh, uh, the altitude that we are having gives us a very uh, different perspective. And then, like if we are in a plane or if we are uh, an astronaut and go in the in the, in the cosmos and uh, things like this. So that, that, that that's a, a description of altitude. So of course the perspective we have on the universe, the perspective we have on the world that uh, uh, we are looking at and the world that uh, we are uh, seeing is, is, is giving us also a different uh, attitude. So uh, the attitude that we are getting from the, from the way we are seeing life is, uh, is changed by the way we are looking at it. It's changed uh, by the way or the altitude that, uh, I mean, attitude in the sense of the way of looking at things, no? So the way of, of looking at things, the attitude we have is uh, giving different, per different perspectives and these perspectives actually influence the attitude that we will have in our life. So basically, this is uh, all the purpose of our meditation is, is try to, 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 to enlarge or to incorporate as much of the uh, universe as we can. No, we are human beings, so why do we limit ourselves to the human world? Why do we, you, is, it, is there a possibility to expand a little bit our field of awareness, our field of consciousness, our field of, of discovery, our field of knowing, and also our attitude? So today also, you know, because many of us are still working on the, on the, the, the level of samatha, of samadhi, you know, we just sharpen our mind and then we try to, to develop more concentration. So because of that, uh, I will uh, uh, speak again on that topic, you know, just to, to have a, 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 some kind of refreshment of, of uh, what, uh, what uh, our practice is all about.
we, I said also that uh, you know the the practice we are doing, or just the, the the fact of observing our mind, the fact of observing life, the quality of of, of observation is uh, bringing to us well a quality of presence, a quality of attention, and this quality of attention as an effect is still uh, affecting the way that, 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 we, that, that, we, that we perceive life. This can also happen in a very natural way, you know, without any methods. And uh, this week I was talking with uh, one of you and the person was telling me that when he was young, he remembered that uh, often he was sick actually. And, uh, and then in this moment of sickness, when he was at home, what he was doing is that uh, he would just focus on his respiration, although he had difficulty to breathe. The only thing he was aware is his, is his, is his difficult respiration. So all his attention was there. He was very attentive to that. Nothing else distracted him. And uh, what is interesting in, in his description is that uh, he said that at a certain point, he was able to pick up the vibrations of his thinking. So we said that uh, is uh, like uh, we, we 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 said about the electrocardiogram, no, the electrocardiograph that is uh, that is drawing the the picture of of the art, you know, the beats of the arts of the art of the art, you know, on the picture on the graph we see the the the, the, the art like this, no, like various uh, variations. So uh, that person was describing the, the awareness he had about his mental process uh, in the same way. That means he was able to pick up the vi uh, variations and also the vibrations and also the modes of his, uh, of his mind to such an extent that it will stop the, uh, the overactivity of the mind. And then his mind will come to such a stillness, such a kind of depth of... Um, of uh, quality of presence, that uh, it will bring a shift in his consciousness, and then he will perceive things that are uh, very much more subtle that uh, that we perceive uh, normally. So just to say that uh, when we are young, sometimes uh, uh, we can have uh, the mind which is very fresh, a mind that is also uh, sensitive and uh, uh, not so much conditioned by all the stories and experience that gives us maturity, but also, also to certain extent also uh, is polluting our mind, you know. So how can we have a new tape? You see, like the tape recorder, we are, we are carrying so much old tapes and then everything is recorded. So everything we come uh, as an experience in our life, we interpret it, we reinterpret it, and then we, we try to uh, correlate it with, uh, with the, the, the tapes that we have already uh, settled in our mind. So is it possible to, to, to start anew, you know, and just start with a, with a fresh mind? So I'm just here describing a type of quality that we can have in our meditation. Hmm? This is the quality of attention. But in various traditions, you know, especially now we are looking at the Buddhist tradition, they speak about mental development. No? They speak about bhavana. This is a cultivation. So not only it will be a natural process of uh, clarity, a natural process of cleaning, a natural process of uh, 
you know, clarity of observation. But also, sometimes it can be prompted. Sometimes we can use the techniques and uh, methods just to uplift a little bit. So all these methods are described with, uh, with the various uh, med meditation te techniques that we, that we have, for example, in the Visuddhimagga or you know, other books that, uh, that dis they describe how to, to make full use of the mind, how to develop our human mind to its full potentiality, which very often we don't know how much uh, our mind can be powerful. So these exercises are just there to give us a little bit more stimuli, a little bit more stamina, you know, vitamins, and then a little bit more power also, a little bit more of uh, uh, everything that, uh, that our brain is uh, capable of. So co to calm the mind, <coughs> It's like uh, to calm the, the mind like a calm lake. You know, in nature, sometimes there is no wind. There is nothing that is disturbing. So the, the, we look at the lake and the water is so still. So is it possible to bring our mind to such a stillness where the water is so clear that we can see uh, very, distinctly, very distinctively the objects that we are looking at? And this is just the beginning, the beginning on, of investigation, because uh, that clarity is there to lead us to understanding. And the understanding cannot happen without uh, distinction, without a careful uh, uh, observation. So uh, I am talking about uh, developing the mind or, you know, actually lifting up the mind. We are talking about altitude, hmm? so we want to lift up the mind. So some of us sometimes we feel that, well, the mind is quite heavy. It's just like a big rock and then nothing is going to, to move it or, 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 or to to change its position from the ground, it's too heavy for us. But the question is, is there really something that is too heavy for us? Is there something that is a, a, a challenge to our mind? Can we use our mind to find ways to lift things or to solve solutions or to get a new perspective on the, on the phenomenon? So here we are. With, uh, with our mind, human mind, and uh, we are looking for a way to move things. So, we, invi we invent mechanics. So, the principle of mechanics that the humans have, uh, have found, you know, in history, are just there, have just been come uh, to, to be discovered by observation. So, the first, uh, one of the simple uh, principles of mechanics will be uh, what, it, what is called a lever? Hmm? Is it a lever? 
you know, like uh, the when uh, you have a flat tire uh, in your car, so you open the the back, the trunk, you know, and then of course there is a lift there. So the principle of of a lift, the principle of a liver, liver, is it the the, the correct pronunciation? So, uh, so how it is working and uh, how uh, how it is functioning? So even uh, you know a young teenager, not very strong, is able to to lift the car up and to to repair the flat tire. That's amazing. The car is. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe 20, 20 more times the weight of the kid, but still the kid is able to to lift the, the car up. So what is the principle? So here I just, uh, I just got the stick, you know, just, I mean, uh, you don't need to, 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 to look, you, don't, you, you know the principle, but the point is that uh, here there is a, there is something, you know, like a stick there, and then, then depending on the, Depending on on the level you are going to adjust the the weights, then it's going to be very easy or very difficult to lift. No? So if you don't know the principle and uh, you are not so bright, then maybe you will do it from here and then you will try to lift, you know, like this. So you will find it's very 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 heavy like this. No? But uh, just uh, just a little bit of experience will make you realize that the closer you come to the object, huh, then you just need a little bit, you know, just a little bit and the rest is lifting. So this is the principle of a, of a lever. You know, just with a little bit of, uh, of weight, you can, you, you can uh, it multiplies the force, it multiplies uh, your energy to the extent that uh, well, you can lift things that you don't think uh, you are going to lift. Hmm? So, uh, so this is one 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 principle. But also, if you don't, uh, you know, like uh, if you are not a scientific and you are like a Charlie Chaplin, so so then what happens is that uh, you just lift, you know, and then and then or you lift. Two people are lifting the same, are pushing on the same thing, and then one guy leaves and actually it's the big one so you just have the tiny guy the tiny guy and then he shoof, so he, he goes the <laughs> goes the other the other way so you have to be careful you know so it, it can go it can go both ways but also how how is it going to 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 work this principle hmm? we have to be very precise so it's not going to work if uh, if for example the rock or the something that we want to lift is not properly um, anchored if the the thing is not properly settled then what what will happen is just the lift will go will go blank you know it will not <coughs> it will not lift anything because the object is not uh, is not proper, properly grasped. So uh, here we have uh, a key point: is the is the object needs to be grasped properly. Whether it is a car or whether it is a rock, we need to grasp the object. And then, if the object is properly grasped, then there is no problem to uh, to lift it up even a little bit, you know. But a little bit will be enough for our purpose. So. This is going to give us uh, some altitude, and then we will be able to do uh, the work that we are aiming to do. 
So uh, now we are, not, we are not talking about the uh, very high principles of samadhi. We are just uh, talking about the, the small principles of how to hold an object uh, with which we are going to, to, to be able to, 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 to see it from different angles. Uh, how to hold an object by which, uh, with which we, we are going to, um, uh, to have some control some control over it. So even the smallest, uh, I mean, even the, the, the simplest uh, meditation subject, if we hold the object, if we know how to grasp or apprehend or also uh, define the object properly, then the principle of the lever is going to, uh, to work and it's going to give us some results. So uh, even like, for example, the, the, the practice of the four-element meditation that uh, some of you uh, are doing, Although it's not leading to, you know, very, just by itself, it may not uh, lead you to very high samadhi, but still, it's going to, 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 to fulfill the purpose of uh, observing the object that you want to, uh, to, to analyze or to understand. It's going to, to, to give you the, uh, the tools uh, by which uh, the observation can be uh, achieved. But the same principle of uh, the lever, you know, I think it is also related to, now we are thinking about lifting, you know, so how to lift weight. And, and then, and then, and then the, 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 the modern discovery of the elevator. Hmm? So an elevator, like, uh, how amazing it is. Like if you take, we, we took uh, the example of the Empire State Building. So, uh, I don't know, maybe in, in less than five minutes, you are able to reach, you know, the, the, the eight of uh, one, more than 100 floors, you know, so it goes really fast. How is the motor powerful enough to, to bring, you know, sometimes it can bring 20 people uh, just uh, in a box, you know, and then it, it, it brings them uh, so high. But actually, the, the amount of energy that is spent to, uh, <coughs> to lift the, the elevator is not so much. Why? Because uh, they use, again, the same principle of, uh, of balance. But uh, I think I did never study the elevator uh, principle in, uh, in schools. But uh, I think the idea is that uh, they get, uh, how to say, you know, a kind of... Uh, a wheel, and then you have two two strings like this, uh, and then you have uh, weights, so weights that are lift with uh, with the string, and then here there is a there is a, a, a wheel, and then the lift are, are, are so. For example, if you have the elevator, hmm, then uh, you have the elevator here, and then it stands on, on a lift. Well, uh, uh, I'm not talking to fool, so. Please tell me if it's too simple for you. <laughs> so here, here you have the lift, and then there, there, there is a kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the metal uh, cord, and then it goes into uh, into a, a wheel spin, you know. And then on the other hand, you have a, very, a big weight. So because the weight is a little bit, uh, it's almost the, the weight of the amount of people that will be there. Then, then. When, the, when it wants to lift people in the air, then the motor that is also uh, supporting the, the elevation 
is not working too much and also it can work really fast because the weight is counterbalancing the, 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 the other weight and then it goes really fast. So, uh, so I think in our meditation it's, it can be the same thing. If we have the proper balance and also if we have the proper object, then uh, the weight itself of the, of the object is going to bring our mind very high, very fast, or at least uh, it's going to, to bring some kind of uh, alternative to, uh, to our normal uh, uh, level of, uh, of consciousness, just because of the weight of, uh, of the object, just because we are uh, grasping the object properly, and also because the, the object itself has, a, has enough uh, support, to uh, to bring the mind to to uh, to some uh, to some hate hate but the the whole idea you know is that uh, is that uh, we are lifting things you know like here uh, the 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 explanation is the uh, we are lifting things or just to observe. So the, our aim, the aim of the meditation, the aim of the uh, of the, the liver <coughs> principle that uh, we want to uh, um, accomplish is to for the purpose of observation. So whatever aid we are able to bring our mind, uh, the purpose of uh, of the altitude that the mind will be having is to observe uh, an object, to bring, to bring more quality to the object that is going to be observed and also uh, to bring a different angle to which uh, we will be able to perceive the object. So that is a, a, a question of perspective. For example, uh, the same principle also if we apply it to the cars then, of course, we, if we lift a, a car just to repair a tire, it's, uh, it's very simple. But also, uh, the, 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 the same lift the principle can be applied when you go to the garage, you know, the, 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 the garage where they repair car. Then you put your car on a kind of uh, a lift, and then they push a, a button, and then the, the car is lift very high. And then you can stand under the car, and then you can do all kinds of repair to, to your car. So that's very useful. So uh, the samadhi that we are building also is for that purpose, uh, to look at our car, to look at our self, to look at our life, and then also to see also, uh, well, how to, how to, to make the best use, or how to, to use the, our car properly. But not the, the aim of the meditation is not to, to keep the car in the air. Huh? Once the car is repaired, then we bring the car on the on the road, and then we, we go our way. Another uh, comparison that I like to to make, you know, uh, I'm not a scientific, uh, very simple. So uh, here I would like to make uh, the, the 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 observation of uh, the dynamic. The dynamic in nature. Hmm? Uh, what is the, the, the meaning of dynamic? Dynamic is is coming from the uh, from the Greek, and it's also dynamo, and it means power. 
So that's interesting. The dynamic means power and also the, uh, the principle of a dynamo, it means the, 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 the power. Mm. So uh, how is the principle of a dynamo uh, probably uh, uh, unfold, you know, with, uh, with our uh, culture and uh, with our uh, techniques? So I guess, you know, I guess that first uh, uh, there are many uh, natural uh, forces that we can actually manipulate and then turn into a very big potential of energies, like electricity, for example. And uh, you, the wind can be manipulated and also the water can be manipulated and uh, the fire and the, the air, many things that we are able to... Uh, to, to concentrate or to use in a way that uh, we, we, we will produce something uh, uh, dynamic with it. So the principle with the water, for example, uh, if you look at the stream, probably people saw that, well, the, the, the stream is running, you know, so uh, they saw that uh, the energy of the water can, uh, can, can create, can activate also a counter uh, kind of uh, energy that can be uh, used as, uh, again, as the lever principle. It's just that you don't lift the things up, but you lift the, the things on the side. Hmm? So the, 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 the principle of the, the water, the, the current flowing, it stops something, you know, and then if it comes back again, then this, this lever is, is activating uh, uh, something else, and this is activating, like it's all a, a question of mechanic, you know, so one wheel uh, makes another wheel turn, and. Uh, it can become very complicated, but also it's just a dynamic that is producing uh, energy. So one of the first uh, things that uh, men needed, you know, to for his survival was uh, was to to crush grains and to make flour mm, for 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 making the various types of cooking. Uh, so they created the meal, you know, no. So the meal. Some of the first meals, I think, must have been uh, produced with the with the hydro hydro uh, power. So they, they they use the stream, and then the stream makes uh, uh, the, the the force, the current is is activating a kind of mechanism that is also uh, making activating uh, that is making uh, activate a, a wheel that, that will crush the floor, so that the so that we don't need to work anymore. The stream is doing the work and. It saves a lot of energy, it saves a lot of time also. And the same principle also is used with the wind. Hmm? People saw, well, we don't have so much water, but we are full of, uh, the, full of wind. So they, they use the wind mill, huh? so they, they, catch the, they catch the wind with a huge, uh, uh, huge uh, helis kind of things and then again the mechanism uh, still roll with uh, with different types of mechanics and then it produces uh, it, it makes the, the stone roll and then it crushes the grain but uh, these principles also were uh, developed and also these principles were, were used uh, to exploit what came to be the electric power so uh, now we see that uh, uh, we have the hydroelectric power, and this is the same principle. Instead, that uh, uh, now uh, we know how to accumulate the energy, and also we, we know that uh, this energy also can be trans transmuted into electricity. So not only with uh, with the with the energies of the 
of the water, but also with the energy of the of the wind, we can we can do that. And uh, I don't know. I think maybe the, the 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 wind principle will apply also to atomic atomic energy. I'm not sure. Also because of the the, the combustion, the, the the explosion of uh, the atoms. Or I don't know. I did not uh, inquire I into this, but. Uh, I guess it's uh, anyway. It, it is uh, it is the same principle of uh, of exploit exploiting the uh, the the potential of uh, nature's uh, energy for our use. So these things, uh, that electricity, one of the uh, important use that we are making out of it is that uh, we are using it as light. You see, now we now it's night time and we can see. So it's amazing. We are using the the energy that the nature is giving us, and we have been able to manipulate it. Uh, in turning the, the, the turning the opposite of nature that is instead of uh, being dark in the room we are able to see and uh, just by switching uh, 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 just a little little button and then here the electricity is coming and uh, then we have light it's kind of amazing so this is outside uh, phenomenon is it possible to uh, <coughs> to do that with our mind to do that in our meditation, apply the same principles and uh, develop light, develop the possibility of seeing more clearly day and night. What is the purpose of the light? The light is to illuminate, the light is to make things bright so that we can, that we can see properly. So how can we create the mental light? How can we make our mind a little bit more bright? That's the whole key, or that's the whole uh, dynamic of samadhi. This is, uh, we are learning techniques, we are learning ways how to exploit the natural uh, potential of uh, the human brain, the human mind. So here, we have seen that electricity is produced by a dynamic, the dynamic, you know, it's motion. So how can we use motion, how can we use the dynamics of uh, meditation so that uh, uh, our mind becomes more uh, luminous? So uh, I bring this uh, topic just to uh, make clear that uh, the idea of one-pointedness of mind that, uh, that is describing the experience of samadhi. Well, sometimes it can be criticized. You know, people say, what is this? You spend hours just concentrating on one thing, you know, and then you make you, is, you, it's madness. Kind of, you just frost the mind, you just stick to the object. And it, it's ridiculous, you know, it makes no sense. Hmm? But is it the purpose of our meditation just to make us, you know, just watch something day and night, you know, like this? No. We want to be more intelligent. We want to, to, 
we want to be more awake, we want to be able to understand life a little bit more. So that's just a tool, huh? this is just a tool to make our mind a little bit brighter. But actually the focus, you know, the one uh, pointedness of mind uh, towards a specific object is, uh, is a starting point, but also it's a finishing point, you know. So, uh, it's not an end by itself, but it, it can be a tool to, 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 uh, to not to accelerate, but to intensify the, the quality of observation. Hmm? So at the beginning we are one-pointedness, you know, we, are, we, we, we develop one-pointedness, but actually the purpose of it is to, is to understand what the, the, what the mind is pointing at, what the, the mind is looking at, so it gives us a, a quality of focus, it gives us a quality of, uh, of uh, vision and also uh, a clearness of, uh, of, uh, of direction. So by itself, one-pointedness of mind can have a, a rational aim. Hmm? It is rational and it's, uh, it, is, it is useful in a way because if we are not able to, to focus our, our mind on something, then uh, we are never uh, going to be able to, to understand what we are looking at. Mm? So it's uh, again the same principle of observation. So to observe something means to be able to focus and then just to look without uh, too much distraction and also without uh, uh, you know, having the mind r running here there. But also, not only uh, it's, it, it is going to be, a, it can be an end by itself, that is the focus, or the one-pointedness of mind can be uh, the, 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 the tool of, uh, and then also the end of, uh, of uh, the practices of uh, samatha or samadhi, by which the mind will be powerful enough to, 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 to change the object that is uh, going to be observed and then to have a clarity of perception regarding the, uh, the object. But also, uh, that one-pointedness of mind can also be uh, variated, also it can be used in a different dynamic. Hmm? So here we are with dynamic. How can we use the movements, how can we use dynamic to increase uh, the power of our mind? to make the mind a dynamo, to make a mind a, a source of, of luminosity. So sometimes samadhi is used just to, to, to focus on one single object, but this is the beginning. What is the, the, the further development of that is to be able to make the mind very flexible, to be able to make the mind very workable, very uh, agile, very light. So not only the, 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 the power of focus we, we are going to, uh, to develop, but also the agility of, uh, of, of, of changing, the, the ability to adapt and also the ability to, uh, to perceive uh, in more details. So how can we do that is by, first of all, grasping the object properly. Hmm? Because if we don't grasp the object, then everything is going to not to work very well. So first we need to grasp the object properly. This is one thing. So once we have uh, the object in mind, then uh, we can look at it. But also uh, there is a possibility that uh, to get some stimuli, to get some momentum, there is also the possibility to change the object. You see? 
So if we change the object, then the 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 the, the, the power of uh, of the, the the changing mind can also enhance the quality of the mind, can also uplift the mind. So it is just the same principle of uh, of uh, the river flowing. So the river is pushing, and then it's creating some energy here. So the same thing with the mind. If the mind is using uh, a, a, a kind of uh, rotation or a kind of uh, dynamic with the objects, then also it can uh, it can activate the mind to uh, to, to to be more efficient. And uh, just for example, like now most of you, uh, we are just uh, doing one pointedness of mind. But uh, if we look at the, 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 the different uh, meditations, you know, that are explained in, in, the, in the books, then we see also that uh, the principle of dynamic also is exploited. For example, if we practice the meta-meditation, hmm, so uh, meta-meditation, for example, we start with the, with the person and then we develop the, the, the feeling of loving-kindness and uh, so the, all the, the, the positive feelings we have, we develop it towards one person. After that, we, we go to another person. And then after that, we, we go to another person. And like this, we just keep the object moving. So, uh, the way they describe it in some commentaries is like a, like a horse uh, going around a circus. So, the horse is not stable. The horse is always going around. So, with the practice of metta, the same principle applies. We have, we are changing from one person to another person to another person, and then it keeps us, it keeps the mind active. It keeps the mind also uh, focused on, on, on different objects, but also uh, keeps us the um, uh, agile, keep us uh, uh, flexible so that uh, we don't go asleep or, or we don't get bored. Mm. So, like this, if we are able to, to, to do that, then it is strengthening the mind, and then also the mind expands, and also the mind also gets some strength, and uh, it, it can lead, lead us to, to the jhana. So, the principle of the, the, the there is a kind of dynamic here with the with the objects of metta, but also uh, if we are to practice the the, the objects of the, the the body parts, for example, it's the same thing. So we move from one part to the uh, another part, you know, like the hand and the body hand and the skin, the teeth, the bones, and then, like this, you know, we are just keeping and, and changing, changing the different uh, object that the, we are observing. So this again is uh, creating a dynamic of motion. I mean, the, the it's creating the, the, the yeah, it's creating a dynamic which is going to to uh, bring some quality to our mind. But also, uh, this, uh, th these types of exercises also are uh, uh, described in when somebody is doing the casino, it is the same idea. First, the uh, person is developing uh, one type of uh, casino, like the earth casino or the white casino. But after, sometimes if the person wants to continue to develop in the field of uh, samadhi, then the agility comes to be uh, with the different types of uh, objects, and the person is, is kind of uh, is juggling, you know, with one object and another one uh, object, and then it makes the mind turn. It makes the mind uh, involve into a, a very fast type of uh, dynamic, where the quality, also the intensity of uh, of uh, observation, 
is, is, is activating a different process that is uh, producing light. Mm? So we are talking about the light, the light of the mind, and how the dynamic of objects, how the dynamic of, uh, of our meditation can stimulate and also can uh, create a little bit more of intensity so that we are able to, to, to get more quality in our observation. So this, uh, I think, the, the way a uh, technical term for 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 the dynamic of uh, of uh, change like that is is a turbine. Also, the turbine, like uh, like the airplanes, they, they they work with turbines, and also the the I think the, the electricity, hydroelectric uh, power also is 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 having the turbine turning around. So. It's the, the turbine uh, principle. But uh, with the meditation, what is turning around? What is being turned? We are turning only kusala. We are turning only goodness. So the object that we are keeping in our mind are just good things. Like when we practice metta or we practice a, a specific meditation, then the mind is inclined to, to goodness, is inclined towards uh, uh, kusala. So uh, the mind is just kept busy with kusala, only, only uh, uh, positive things, only uh, the, the, the good qualities of the mind and also the objects that are going to stimulate the mind in, uh, in positive ways are, are being used. So, this dynamic of, uh, of, uh, of positive object also is uh, creating uh, uh, still a little bit more quality to the light that uh, the mind is going to be uh, producing. And that light for which purpose, for which purpose is it? And uh, we have in the text that uh, uh, what is the role of wisdom? Hmm? What is the function of uh, of panya? And I did not check, but uh, the I think the the, the the description they give is is to illuminate uh, the object. So that means the samadhi that we will develop is just to be uh, more. Uh, Mm, to have more quality uh, with uh, what we are going to uh, observe, and then to bring uh, some kind of uh, some kind of uh, well light on the on the object. Mm. And uh, but this is about observation. This is about observation. So when the, the like in the text, you know, if you if you take the books and uh, so in some books there is the the, the they describe uh, the, the gradual training and also uh, they describe the different types of practice, you know, like uh, all the eight attainments and uh, the jhanas, and then what is happening? What is happening next is that. Uh, is that uh, like in the Diganikaya you see that uh, that description in uh, Samanyapala Sutta or many other suttas, and then they say that once the person has been able to to master his mind to to a good extent, what he does is that uh, uh, he looks at uh, 
himself, or he looks at this body, and then uh, he sees uh, his own body as a gem. And uh, they say, they describe it, that uh, it's like a man looking at a gem or a beryl or a ruby or, you know, a wonderful stone, and then uh, he sees it with all the uh, facets, you know, clearly polished, and also with a thread uh, of various colors that is a uh, that is a uh, person that, that that is holding it. So that's a wonderful simile, but also it is a uh, it, it can be relevant to to our uh, observation. That means the more we observe uh, ourselves, uh, the more we observe this body and mind, then the quality of, uh, of uh, our mind will make the, the object very clear and also will make the object uh, uh, kind of shine. And we will see the body just as a gem. Mm -hmm. It will be very bright. And then we can go into more detail about, okay, now what is that gem? What is that uh, uh, body consisting of? And then we can analyze a little bit further, you know, like, okay, now this is the, the, the four elements, and uh, we go on further and further into the investigation of, uh, of the gem. And also, we are investigating about the thread that is holding the gem, you know, like when we wear uh, a necklace or something. So the thread of different color is just the consciousness with the different types of uh, of uh, perception that it's having. So sometimes we have uh, yellow consciousness or you know red or blue, depending depending on, on our emotions or depending on our, uh, our states of mind. So the, the the thread, which is the mind, is holding the uh, the gem, hmm, which is the body. So the body depends on the consciousness, and also consciousness is related to uh, to the body. So it's about it's all about uh, grasping the object uh, properly, apprehending the object properly, and also it's about defining the object properly. That means to look at it properly, to observe the object properly, and then to understand it properly. So the aim of our meditation is to understand, to understand. As much as this uh, word can mean to you, this is what we are uh, trying to develop, understanding. I think, you know, scientific people will develop, we will explain a little bit the, the, the same principle. That is, uh, first, you, someone will establish the, the basic material of, uh, of the investigation, the basic material to be observed. And then uh, the person is going to, to develop uh, different ways of uh, looking at the object uh, properly. Uh, and then uh, identify the, the components and uh, just uh, look uh, very closely to the uh, uh, object of, uh, of observation. I don't know if you know of, if you have heard about uh, this uh, story, you know, the, uh, it's about, uh, it's a modern uh, real story, uh, a professor, 
I think he was professor of medicine. Or I don't know, but he was a, a professor uh, uh, for research. Yes, pro probably a professor of medicine. And uh, then he had some students, you know, uh, having to uh, to go for uh, training into a research uh, laboratory. So that uh, professor will take his students, and then he will tell them one by one. He will tell, okay, now. Uh, you go uh, into that laboratory, you go into that room, and then there is a, there is a bottle there with a formal or, you know, I don't know what it was, but, uh, you know, this, the, the, the types of things that uh, you have in laboratory, with maybe with a fetus or with a fish or with a, some, some kind of animal or so, some kind of insect that will just soak into the formal. And, uh, the professor will say, okay, now you go there and then uh, you take that bottle and ju you just look at the, uh, for example, if, if it's a dead fish, you know, so you just look at the fish that is in, the, uh, in that bottle and then you give me your report. So, well, it's not very uh, inspiring, you know, for a student, but uh, the student has to do it, <laughs> right? So, goes into the room and then just... Uh, Take that bottle and observe that dead fish in the in the in the in the, in the liquid, and uh, and then observe and then it come out uh, of its uh, observation after half an hour and he goes to 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 see the professor and say okay professor I have finished you know now half an hour I check the fish and uh, uh, this is my report not much uh, interesting <laughs> so the professor says is it so that's all. And then uh, the students say, yeah, yes, of course, what do you, what do you expect, you know? <laughs> and uh, then he said, no, 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 you please go back and uh, you, unless, uh, until you are going to give me a, a more detailed report of uh, your observation, uh, you, you are not getting out of this uh, classroom. So the student is going back to, uh, to his laboratory and just take that uh, bottle of uh, formal and then look at the fish and, well, you know, it's still the same thing. And then he is waiting for the time to go home. And uh, anyway, the observation is not uh, improving much, you know. And, uh, and anyway, he just stick for he, to be sure. Then he stays there for about one hour. And uh, after one hour, he comes back to to his teacher and he says, "Well, now I have been for one hour, and there is a little bit difference." And uh, well, but actually, it's still the dead same dead fish, you know. And it's, it's preserved for a long time, so. What else do you want, you know? So the teacher said, no, 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 no. If you want to be a researcher, you have to look properly, and then you please go back there, and I'm not leaving you out until you come to with, uh, with, uh, with uh, an interesting discovery or, or an interesting uh, report. So, well, if you want to make a career, you have to stick to it. So the, the student goes back, and, uh, and then again, he closes the door. And, uh, but this time, not only that he has no choice, but uh, he gets some interest into the observation. And then he looks at the fish, he looks at the bottle, and actually he gets very interested. And uh, he starts to see amazing things that he has never seen before. Everything is moving, there is a dynamic there, there is a... Although it's dead, there is a still the movement of life, even in liquid. And then everything becomes new to him. 
And then full of things, then he turns the bottle ups and down, and then he changed the, the way that he is looking at the bottle. And then he writes a list and list of, uh, of observations that uh, he has come to. Then he just goes there, then two or three hours pass by without his noticing, and then he goes back to his teacher and says, here, I am, and then I found this and that, and then, and, and then he still he has, he has still uh, long things to, to look, you know, and then he has to come back tomorrow to finish his uh, inventory. So then the teacher said, okay, this is good. This is the spirit of a researcher. That means you don't give up, but you look, and you look, you observe until you see differences, until you see something that is uh, new. So, if we look at ourselves, or if we look at life, and it's still the same old thing, uh, we have lost the quality of observation. So also when you are looking at the you know body parts, for example, then we we ask you to uh, to look at the four elements in the in the hair, for example. So I'm sure or this is possible that uh, the term to split the hair in four is coming from maybe. So last time also, I took the simile of uh, of the painting, you know. So uh, we, I, I explained how uh, how we need to to fix the nail on the wall so that we can put the painting there. But actually, the purpose of fixing the nail is is to to make the the painting stable. But also, uh, by having the painting stable, then we can understand or we can look with admiration to the painting, but also we can learn about the painter himself. What is an artist wanting to do when they draw a picture? What is the state of mind that the, the, the artist wants to convey us when the, the, the picture is, is drawn as a painting or drawing or something like that, a photograph? Or sometimes there is a meaning, sometimes there is no meaning, but uh, the fact of uh, looking at the of, uh, at the art itself will give us a, a good idea about the artist. And if it's a good artist, then we we can we can have some uh, uh, different uh, views on the on on reality because this is the purpose of art is to bring us a different perspective on the on on, on reality. But also, uh, if we make the simile with uh, ourselves, then. Uh, uh, in the Sutta, you know, or in the in, in the eti etymology of uh, of Pali, then the citta, which means mind, also it means a drawing. So uh, we are all creating uh, pictures in our mind. We are all creating images, and uh, we are creating a, a full uh, uh, full art, right? So. Uh, by being able to, to fix the frame properly and then to look at it, then we can see whether, uh, we can see to which extent uh, 
the mind is uh, projecting to which extent uh, the mind uh, well is interpreting or, or we can understand the mind by looking at the picture we can understand the mind we can uh, uh, understand the mind by looking at the mind itself so the more uh, the meditation is stable, the more the painting is stable, and also the more easy the observation will be. Hmm? But also, like uh, relating to art, then uh, if we compare the, the, the body to a sculpture, then we will see that uh, the mind is actually uh, molding you know, this, uh, this clay. Actually, we are just the four elements, but how the mind is... Uh, is putting forms into into this matter. So we see that uh, all the emotions that we are having, to some extent, they they are also uh, expressed by by the, the 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 matter itself. So that's also interesting. So by looking at the matter, you know, by looking at the sculpture, we can understand the sculptor. Or by looking at the at at the body, eh? by looking at our body, we can understand about our mind. And this also, uh, we start from inside, and then we go for we go to ins we go to outside, and uh, our observation is not limited to uh, to something uh, narrow. The observation becomes very very wild and uh, very wild, and also can uh, can uh, apply to every phenomenon of uh, nature. And the observation also uh, is something uh, very easy, and also it is very uh, simple if we if we if we, if our mind is uh, simple. But actually, uh, scientists, you know, they say that uh, uh, if you understand uh, simple uh, theories, then you can build up very complex uh, theorem, and uh, and. Uh, then it's all based on that, you know. So if we start with the beginning, if we start with something that we can understand, then the development that we are going to build on that can be uh, much elaborated and also can be uh, pretty amazing in the way of uh, creation, in the way of uh, interaction, in the way of uh, architecture or whatever, you know. So I'm not going to go into uh, theory of mathematics or anything complicated. Just uh, keep, uh, just to remind ourselves that uh, to be simple also uh, can make us uh, understand very deep. So uh, I started with the altitude, then uh, I went to perspective. And then, uh, again, now, uh, to conclude, I will speak, uh, I mean, I will not speak so much, but uh, just a few words on attitude. So the more we are open, the more we are able to observe, like the scientist or, you know, like the student who is just looking at the dead fish in a form or, or just by the quality of observation, hmm? Uh, the attitude that uh, we will develop is uh, an attitude of amazement, an uh, attitude of awe, an attitude of uh, the marvelous. We can understand mysteries. And uh, life, actually, 
can be full of uh, mysteries and also full of miracles. Like, uh, like I think Einstein was saying somewhere that uh, we can look at life like if it was a miracle. Well, of course, we can just look at life if, uh, like, if it, it's something very, very uh, normal and uh, very uh, normal. Huh? But also, we can look at life as if it's a miracle. So, if we know or to cultivate that uh, that attitude of uh, observation, then everything becomes uh, very amazing, and this is uh, what is wonderful. And this is also what is making, uh, that will lead us to discoveries, and this is also uh, our aim. Also about uh, the attitude and the altitude, we can compare a little bit with other traditions, like uh, like in the East there, there is the, like the, the, the prophets like Abraham or Moses or Muhammad also, they went to the mountains and the, then they secluded themselves from the world and then there they contemplated life and its meaning. But eventually they became very detached from the world and then they got a kind of a revelation. So the attitude of amazement, the attitude of, a, of an observer, the attitude also to include everything in the cosmos also can lead us to an attitude of uh, disenchantment. It is possible also, you know, and uh, it's not, uh, it will not be surprising also that uh, the, 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 our attitude becomes a, a, an attitude that is very much detached. doesn't mean that we will not be involved in life, but we'll have a, a different perspective. And it is the same with the Buddha, you know, when, he, when he, he talks about the five khandhas or when he talks about the life uh, in general, then the observation that, is, uh, that he is coming to, you know, the conclusion that he is coming to is that, uh, well, there is no self or everything is impermanent and things like this. So, uh, they say, like, uh, and I just picked up uh, uh, one... Uh, one text to, to try to, to fit, just to remind myself. And then uh, I found out, like in the Sangyutta Nikaya, they say about the lion's roar, and they, they speaks about the, the Buddha, but they compare the Buddha to the lion. And they say that uh, in the jungle, when the lion is, uh, is uh, how to say, when he is uh, making his roar, then all the beasts, they are afraid, you know, and then they say even that the elephants that are in towns and that are uh, in the, you know, that are the, the, the tame elephant, they, are, they, 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 they just shake and they, they urinate on the place, so much fear, so much afraid they are just by hearing the, the Buddha's roar. And uh, then they say that actually the, the Buddha he, he is having also the, the, the same roar and uh, then some beings who are hearing the Buddha's uh, preaching or the Buddha's teaching, then they start shaking, and then they, they refer here in the in regard to the some of the devas, that is uh, some of the celestial beings, you know, and there they have so much pleasure, and the life is so wonderful, and then they they live forever, you know, they live for thousands of years. But when they hear the Buddha that says, no, everything is impermanent, they start to shake, 
and actually they don't like it. And they are a little bit afraid because they think, well, it's fun, but it's not going to be permanent. So, uh, so that means uh, the, 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 the perspective we can... I don't tell you that uh, you should see everything as an itcha or... Uh, if you see it like that, it's good. If you see it as an atta, also it is, it is good, you know. But uh, you are up. It's up to you to come to some conclusion. But uh, definitely, the more we are looking at things, uh, the more we have the possibility to get new perspective. And then the new perspective we are going to get on our life, or to get on the life in general, to get on the uh, the things we are looking at. Uh, it is going to affect our attitude. It is going also to bring some challenge and then we will need to change because, because uh, the, the perspective we are looking at things uh, brings us uh, a different uh, perspective. So this is, I think, the, 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 the purpose also of, uh, of uh, meditation is to mature and then also to evolve. So to evolve means that uh, we will be prepared to accept change if a change are, are, are coming to us. We should not be afraid of challenges. <coughs> we should not be afraid of uh, of change. And then uh, also, not only there are change, but also there are uh, things that uh, that will uh, give us a lot of satisfaction. And uh, uh, well, it's uh, it's up to you to see. And uh, we'll continue. <coughs> 